If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, this is Gabriel Sapp, and you're listening to the Peaceful Moment Podcast. Blessings and peace, everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for joining me on a peaceful moment. If you want to be down with the peaceful people, check us out on Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast. And the same thing on Twitter, peaceful underscore podcast. That's podcast without the T because peaceful podcast was already taken. So it's peaceful podcast without the T. Hopefully that's not confusing. Nowadays, when you go through stuff, when you go through a rough time, everybody tells you to keep your head up. Keep your eyes open, keep your head pointed to the sky, and everything will be all right. Well, we know everything's gonna be all right, but sometimes it just takes one person who's been through the same experience just to give you a piece of hope by just telling you their story. So, today I have my good friend Gabe, who I just actually just met. You know, it would be fine to be It's great. A young king who was out here trying to make it and trying to enjoy life to the fullest. He's talking about his experience, and he's giving us little tips and tricks to help us with our depression. So what I need you to do is sit back in that chair, close your eyes, and be peaceful. Good afternoon, King. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. So before we get started, go ahead and plug yourself in. Let the people know where they can find you and any projects you're working on in the future. Uh, so I'm on Instagram at GabeLife underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have some plans towards the future on, like, I'll say probably maybe some apparel coming out, but, I mean, well, I guess we'll have to wait till the future to see. Because at the moment the fucking pandemic, crazy. <laughs> yep. the whole fucking pastrami out here fucking just trying to make it. Definitely. This shit is ghetto. <laughs> this shit is ghetto as fuck. I'm so tired of this shit. <laughs> so, you. today you decided to speak on depression. Got you. And why do you want to speak on depression? Uh, I feel like for people to really speak on like depression, mm-hmm. there has to be like a small story behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to go through. You have to go through it to really know how it feels to be in it. And I felt like I went. I felt like I went through it in a case where, I mean, it wasn't as big as a lot of people's. But shoot, that that small thing almost turned to like a huge mm-hmm. like change, huge impact in my life. So I feel like depression is definitely something that that has to keep being awakened. Cause now people is awake now. Now people know. Now people want to show like showcase. Okay, they care about the people that's going through depression. Cause I'll, back then, like these people ain't give no up. Either you had to. Either you had to come up and be like, I'm okay, or just come up with some cap and be like, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Or you just had to man up and then go about your day. But now these people's like, okay, and like, 
just be just because you're in this situation you have to be in this situation for long so mm-hmm. i feel like it's pretty important got you i like how you said that because everything is relative to different people you know my depressive state probably very different from your depressive state mm-hmm. and my um my highs are different than your highs and my lows are way different from anybody else's lows you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying my lows start at a different point than than most people yeah you know what i'm saying and then the points where we realize we're hitting a low point is also different some people don't know they're in like they're depressed until like they're at the gates of like opening the door of depression like hey y'all i made it back friends definitely definitely and some people can recognize like oh i'm, I'm down that road right now you know yeah. what i'm saying so it's really important i'm glad you wanted to speak on that definitely definitely important definitely got you so at what age did you experience your little little depressive state um so i feel like the age i felt the most like i was being like in the depression state was probably 15 Mm. like around that age like about to go to high school and i felt like that because my personality was always super hype Mm -hmm. get everybody involved i guess hang out with a lot of people I was always that type of person where I can talk to many people. I wouldn't even know them. I just talk to them. But there was a point in my middle school year that it just, like, completely, like, I got completely, like, shut out. Mm-hmm. And then my, fam- my family was going through a lot. And then I was going through a lot of school. So it was, like, everything everything was coming at me at once and there was no comfort there was no comfort zone Mm -hmm. like outside school and even inside school there was no comfort zone so i felt like depression was coming at me all at once and i didn't know how to handle it so i felt like sometimes when people go through depression they can just cave in and just be like okay if i'm going through this i'm just gonna go through this Mm -hmm. and without actually trying to find a solution they just gonna go through it because it feels that once you search for a solution and sometimes you don't find it in the time you want to, <laughs> then you just like, all right, maybe there's not a solution or maybe I'm just too different. I'm the, probably the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. And then you just shut it out and just be like, all right, I call quits. I'm just going to go through it. Got you. So I definitely 15, like around 15 through I'll say like 17, that was like, the biggest points in depression that makes sense though because that like fit damn at that age that's that identity age that's when the identity confusion like who am i compared to everybody else mm-hmm. am i supposed to have a a significant other in fucking ninth grade Do, yeah. am i supposed to be in a, all these ap classes mm-hmm. am i because you try to figure out where exactly you fit in the spectrum you know what I'm saying? Definitely. And I feel like there's too much pressure on us to, like, even find us, like, ourselves. Even at my big age, I'm 22 years old. There is no reason why I should be out here trying to look for a career at 22. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're, we're our lives are too fast-forwarded for all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I definitely agree. Because with, with the way that this world is set up and society is nothing nothing is normal anymore nothing like the jobs is not normal like Mm -hmm. we just we're just living in such a fast time where it feels like a year is basically like three months 
like you can you can be looking for you can be looking for a career and doctoring and you give up on that and then just switch to a different career and it's like once you keep switching you're gonna be 25 by then so you might as, it's like all right now i'm just gonna pick a route i'm just gonna pick any route where pays the most money i'm gonna go through that and that's where it, that's where it comes to all right my identity is not in there no more i'm just gonna settle for this Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a it's pretty it's a pretty big thing that our life is like fast forward and we should like take time off like okay let's let's think about this exactly. because people I know some people that just go to college just go to college <laughs> spinning bands listen <laughs> that's it's just too expensive bro you I guys swear are, it's way too it's way too expensive to just be playing around and be like oh, I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that. You by the time you're gonna be like 50k in debt without even knowing, and it's crazy. It's like I wasted all this money 50k. Wow, I'm still I'm still struggling and with no career, and you're 50k in debt. So it's like, come on, that's that's one part of depression where it just okay, I have nothing else left. Like I I use all this and it didn't work, so now I have nothing else. So it's pretty crazy out here. So what are like some of your coping mechanisms when you're not in, in that depressive state? Do you still get depressed? Me? Ah, not really. You get a little hints of depression every now and then? I would say probably like not really depression, but it's like hints of I'll say like hints of me being like down on myself, like mm-hmm. thing I knew I could did I knew I could did this, I knew I could did better, but I didn't. So it's like those little type of things were a thing. Like I wish I, I wish I would have took that chance, or even, even if I would have did it wrong, at least I did it. Or even if something would happen, you never know what happened if I did it. So, I feel like that is one thing that's pretty big on, that's pretty big on me. Depression. I feel like the thing to really cope for me is to find. I, I tend to try to find like my identity. Like, if my identity lies in this. I shouldn't let anybody else or anything else maneuver me from it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like depression, one of the things about depression is that when you lose sight of your identity because of other people or other goals, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you lose sight of, dang, I want to be, I don't want to be me. Now I want to be like this star. Now I want to be like this celebrity. It's so easy to quickly see how I want to be like this person. I want to be like that person while actually being yourself because it's so easy to follow somebody without actually being yourself so i feel like mm-hmm. that's a quick hit in depression where okay if you want to if you want to cope with this find yourself be happy with yourself you know what i'm saying learn to love your learn to love yourself and the things that you love more mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that i feel like that would be a big thing that's for like it. step one right there that's step one there find yourself yeah how do we cure depression step one find yourself Find that identity. Boy. Find yourself. Because I, I said something like that um, on Instagram the other day. I was saying that um, I was at my most depressed when I let people define who I should be. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. People telling me, like, oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't dress like that. Don't do that. Oh, you should do your hair like this. Somebody, there was always somebody in my life telling me, like, how I should live. Telling me, like, oh, you can't. Your relationship shouldn't work like this with that person. Oh, all Excuse the time. me? You telling me how to... <laughs> Damn. All the time. 
you're not in this body every single day. You don't get up and pay these bills every single day. So your opinion to me doesn't matter. And I don't understand why I let myself sit in that position around people like that who were trying to tell me what to do. Yeah. Because in their head, they're just trying to help me. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. They're not trying to be malicious. Uh -huh. But why was I so eager to take advice from people who didn't even know me? Yeah, you know definitely. Definitely. I, I, I feel that. My my life was always, oh, you can't, you can't dress like this. You can't look like this. Let's, like, stop trying to be too different. Like, am I really trying to be too different or I'm just being me? Like, that's the, that's the thing where people, people is always going to put their input in because everybody, supposedly, they always want to save everybody. Everybody has an input no matter what. Everybody has a judgment no matter what. So they're going to put their little two cents in, whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not, to be real. Mm -hmm. And I feel that some, I feel like people, step two is probably like, you can say you don't care as, you can say you don't care like a thousand times. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. But that that thought is gonna come to you probably late night and be like, mm. damn, maybe I should not do this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I shouldn't look like this. Oh, they say they say in order to get the girls, you got you gotta be like this. Like it's like it's gonna come to you, whether you try to push it away or not. It's gonna come to you. So I feel like, hey, just a just a sub. Okay, I I respect what you said to me, but mm -hmm. it's not for me. At the end of the day, like I respect what you say. I mean, I care because it's going to come back to me. So I care about what you say, but it's not for me. So at the end of the day, I'm just going to do me. That's it. Mm. That's good. So step two, y'all, is find your rock. There you go. Find your rock. Step one, find yourself. Step two, find your rock. What holds you to being you? That's really damn good. Because sometimes you do get, you lose sight of like really who you are. And I remember, like, when I was going through that shit, like, in 2019, oh, my God. It was just so rough because I was like, who am I? Why am I going to work every single day? Why am I doing this? Like, why do I still live here? <laughs> why, why? Everything was just a big why. Everything yeah. was just why. Why am I doing this? Why am I going through this? Why? Where, where am I going in life? And it's just so rough because you're like, damn, all I just need is some answers. But mm -hmm. if you know yourself, you don't need no answers. Yeah, because I mean, the decisions that you make, it's just, you don't need that. You feel me? You don't need an answer to, like, what's going to happen tomorrow. Because if I know myself, mm -hmm. no matter what, I'm going to make some shit rock tomorrow. Something's going down tomorrow, like, whether you like it or not. Because I trust myself enough to, be, to get out there and do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once you find that, whatever it may be, whatever your rock is. Hey, take it put it down and don't move it for anything mm -hmm. that's that's all i can say because once you find it is because it's already hard enough to find it mm -hmm. once you find it take it put it down and don't let nobody move it like don't even move it yourself just keep on that's it for me because that's just real yeah because and the thing is that influence is a big thing in society, and whether you like it or not, mm -hmm. your influence. Everybody has an influence. the The worst person can be an influence. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's is that is that 
basically I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that step to not be easily influenced by everybody around me or everything around me, mm-hmm. and that's what made people different. Is of course they listen, of course they take in what they can take in, but they're not easily influenced on what they should do or how they should move. Is I'm gonna take in what I need to take in, and I'm gonna go on about my business. So mm. that's it. You gotta use that discernment. What is for me and what is not for me. That's good as hell. So, let me think. What's my rock? My, I think I think my rock would be like talking to people, talking to people, telling stories, spreading messages, teaching. That's my that's my thing. Okay. Because what I notice one thing when like when I when I get really depressed, I stop talking to people. Like, I yeah. cut everybody out. I like I. I seclude myself and I like steer away from people. I don't mm-hmm. feel like talking to nobody. If somebody talks to me in public, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's so opposite of my character because one thing that I do a lot is talk to random people. Definitely. If we're in like, if we're in Walmart and like, I like your shoes, I'm gonna go up to you personally. I'm gonna say, hello, how are you? How's your day? I like your shoes. Yeah. That might be the end of our conversation, but that just might be the end of our conversation. You know what I'm saying? That's it. If you wanna talk more, we can talk more. Mm-hmm. My, like I get up trouble um, at work a lot because like I talk to my clients a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. We be in there just just laughing, kiki 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 kiki. Yeah, and I'm like, you're such a good person. Thank you. I'm, there's nothing special about me. I just know that I'm a person, and I know that you're a person. And people mm-hmm. like to talk. And definitely. sometimes we go through a lot of things, and sometimes we just need to talk. Oh, definitely. So I think that's what keeps. That's what. That's how I know I'm authentically me when I'm just talking to people. Yeah. Cause when I was depressed, like I couldn't talk to people. Cut them all off. I didn't even have like the drive to even speak to nobody. Like it was just so. I just feel like, what's the point of even talking to these people? Yeah. And that's how I knew, like, oh shit, there's probably, there's probably something going wrong with me. You know? Definitely, definitely. What do you think your rock is? I'll say my rock is I'm a very creative person, mm-hmm. and I feel like once I start going through like depression. I started seeing myself as less creative. Like, oh, everybody's, everybody must be more creative than me. Mm-hmm. Oh, this can't be creative. This got to be stupid. Like, I'm not creative at all. Like, I feel like I just lose sight of my creativity because I'm just, like, going through something. So I, I feel that once I see myself as less creative, I feel like that's when I know that, okay, I'm going through this stage again, like, let me keep on my identity because everybody's uniquely different and i feel that you can't you can't take away somebody's uniqueness because it's different so that's my my rock is definitely creativity mm-hmm. um if i can if i can express my feelings through art and stuff definitely i'll do it but sometimes when i'm going through like depression or when i was going through it I was I was drawing I was drawing less, I was I was I wasn't even trying to think about like art at all. I was I was like I'm done with this. You would do I everything but art. Everything but art, and I would throw like the thing is I would throw myself into situations where I shouldn't even be in. Like, oh, mm-hmm. people should be like oh. Oh, you want to go to parties? I'm like, oh, bet, sure. When I know not going well, like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm just going just to, like, drown my, just, like, drown my sorrows because I'm mm-hmm. just done with my whole, with myself, basically. So 
I feel that once I start losing sight of my creativity, that's when I know, okay, that I can't, I can't let this, I can't let this depression hit. So my rock is basically my creativity. Mm, that's good as hell. That's good. The last interview I had about uh, depression, I was like, what's your coping mechanism? He was like, weed. And I was like, that's it? He was like, yes. And I was like, bro, <laughs> like, you got to tell people more than weed. Like, you got to, like, at least, like, say, say something profound with the weed. He's like, no, just weed. That's it. And I was like, damn, bro, you got to. But shout out to Rome. Rome, like, Italy. Shout out mm-hmm. to him. Definitely. I 100%. love Italy. Love it. Hmm, you been there? I've been there. I didn't be. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. I didn't get to go to Rome. Oh, it's so whack. <laughs> <laughs> it's so whack. It was like thunderstorming for a straight like two weeks in Rome, and I couldn't go. I was like, dang, that's so whack. But I went to, I went to Milan. I went to Florence. Mm-hmm. I went to um. Not Florence. <laughs> I went to dang. What's the other one where it's like all on water, in Italy? I forgot what. Oh, was I know going. what you're talking about. You're talking about. I forgot the I know name exactly. of it, but I I I went there. I love that place. People were scaring me though. They was like, "Yo, this they it might end up all in the ocean." I said, "Oh shoot, that's bother me." <laughs> let me let me go there before. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You guys saying? I know it's an Italian city on water. Yeah, look at my dyslexic ass. Don't even know how to spell Italy. Hold on. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. Too. I think Venice. Venice, yeah. Venice is Venice, Italy. I might be wrong. Let me see. <laughs> he said, Let when me you type see. in Italian city, the first thing that comes up is Italian city on water. It's Venice, though. It's Venice. Yeah. So I'm, I've just been trying to, like, get myself to a point where I can know my warning signs. Mm-hmm. That I'm slipping down the path because for me depression takes a lot of forms because yeah. I can I can get like you can go dark you dark. can go dark dark but light depression like diet depression is just as bad as the dark one the dark depression yeah, you feel me yeah. just like diet coke and regular coke both gonna kill you you know what I'm saying <laughs> definitely you like so my depression it starts off cool I'll be like I'll stop talking to people on the street. Or like I'll just stop, stop doing like my daily, my daily things. Mm-hmm. I'll stop listening to music. I'll stop like laughing, and like my thoughts start to turn. And I feel like the most powerful thing about depression is that we just forget where we were. You know what I'm saying? We forget our warning signs. Definitely. That was. People barely stop at stop signs already, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, dang, like you want to roll and stop so you can hurry up and get past the stop sign, and that's what we are. We don't, we don't really like being patient. We just like to hurry up. Let me get this, and depression hit quick. Like it hit quicker than you can even imagine. Like one day you'll be, one day you'll be on ten, and the next day you'll be on two. Boom. And it's like, like how is you you be thinking like how like how I was so like happy this day but then now I'm just like down mm-hmm. and it's, it happens real quick because the stops those signs show up but we just ignore it we just think okay I can just go past this yeah. and I'll be straight you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I can just do this and I'll be straight we try to rationalize it yeah uh, I'm not about to do the same thing as like last year yeah, like I, mean, I ain't gonna <laughs> it's gonna be different this time. <laughs> 
I can you text got, him. You got what I'm saying? Like I can call her back real quick. Everything go everything gonna be different. Nah, it's it's the same it's the same thing. And we be stopping at the same stuff. And people be like, Why do I keep falling into this? Why I keep falling into that? It's like it's right in front of you. It just mm-hmm. you don't have no time to look at it. It's just there. But I mean, yeah, definitely my my clear stop signs is definitely when I get the sign where I try to isolate myself from everybody, mm-hmm. like family, friends, people that just want to talk to me. When I kind of isolate myself, like, oh, I don't, I don't have time for this, or I don't want to do this <laughs> at the moment. No, doggone well, I have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> Stop playing. But when I, when I isolate myself from everybody, that's the time where I was like, okay, now it's getting now it's getting a little too scary because now I'm starting to once I isolate myself, it's gonna be it's gonna come with so much more, where I'm gonna not want to be around I'm not want to be around people, I'm gonna hate this I'm gonna hate that I'm gonna hate watching TV shows. The only TV shows I'm gonna watch is some drama TV show that about to make somebody cry. <laughs> it's basically gonna be it's basically gonna be all that. And that would be all the You guys saying? One and thing I'm gonna watch is a hopeless romantic comedy. <laughs> oh, they be so good. They just destroy the love lives. I'd be like, yes, <laughs> that's it. And then you just find you just find that common thing because the thing about the thing about depression is once you once you like find that once you find that somebody else or something else is basically the same as your depression mm-hmm. you're gonna lock in with it it's gonna be okay they're going through this i'm gonna go th- we can go through this together mm-hmm. and then that's when the toxic relationship pop up you guys so oh my god i was just <laughs> talking it. about that <laughs> me and my friend it. was just talking about that like what was this last week yeah it was last week um cut <laughs> no, I don't want to say nothing. I don't want to say nothing crazy. Yeah, don't, don't. If you going, if you, if you're sad and alone, and you bring somebody else with you to be sad and alone, or to act like they was your superhero, you gonna lean on that person all the time, even when you're happy. You gonna lean on that person to be your rock because that was your rock through the situation. Whole time's and, a damn pillow. You got know what I'm saying? Once they once that rock once that rock realized, okay, I'm that rock, I'm gonna leave and you're just gonna be downright, oh, I should never trust in this. I should never did that. I should never did that. It's like it's too late. The signs were already there. Your mom, your dad, your friends probably all told you, don't hang out with this person. Don't do this. Like find yourself. But you was like, "Oh, right, nah, I got this." And then it happens, and that's what happens when you don't stop at them stop signs. When you don't see them stop signs, so learn how to be patient. Learn how to stop and find yourself, mm-hmm. find that rock for you. you know what I'm saying that's crazy. That's crazy, cause it's true as hell though. It's true. cause when you got two people who are depressed, oh, they ain't nothing like some good depression love. They ain't nothing. That like trauma it. love hit a little different. Ain't nothing like it. The breakup be, gonna be even worse. Oh, then that's gonna be a double depression. Yeah, you got what I'm saying? Ain't nothing like it. Love sold in depression. That is some good stuff. That's like top tier love right there. That's like the best poison. Like if poison tastes like honey, that's, that's what it. depression <laughs> love is. That's what that is. Because you gotta like remember like two vulnerable people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we there's a um a theory that says that um we find we fall in love with people who have similar 
experiences and traumas as our own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. So if your parents neglected you as a child, you're going to act in a certain way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If my parents neglected me as a child, I'm going to act in a certain way too. Definitely. And if I see you acting like that, I'm going to be like, I like you. I really like you. Definitely. But it's not because I like you as a person. I like your trauma. Mm-hmm. And because our trauma fits in so well together, it's that like, it feels like it's meant to be. I feel, feel like, like I met you before. I feel like, oh, you're the one. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm going through. Like, But in reality, mm-hmm. you, bo- you both are just, you both don't know what you're doing. Definitely. And you're just attracted. You know there's something about this person that I like, but instead of you trying to come together and heal each other, mm-hmm. you're... You're mudding the relationship. Definitely. Because you'll love each other out of pain, and that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Not right at all. Ooh, child. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Shout out to all the toxic relationships out there. Because I ain't going to count. That jump be good at the beginning. What? What? <laughs> what? At the beginning, I'll be like, yeah. That's, Let's run it. Let's go. That thing look like you couple goes for real with that. What? At the beginning, boy, you spin a bag. <laughs> spin a bag. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's move here. Let's go. Let's go all over the place. You sad too? Excuse me? Let's run it. What? Let's go. Them posts, them Instagram posts, everything will be going crazy. Oh, she love my life. It be the dreams. They love, they love this. We understand each other. (laughs) Of course, y'all both. I'm not. (laughs) But it's like, dang, like, it just shows that when you're in the, when you're in like a dark place, for you to be in a dark place, why do people go and try to search out? darkness instead of searching out for light you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i feel like it's easier to search out for to see if anybody else is in the dark instead of you searching out for light mm-hmm. and i feel like it's so much easier because we're so comfortable with being comfortable around people mm-hmm. and we all want to be accepted no matter no matter if we dislike it or not no matter if we oh no nah, i'm a real g i don't need nobody to accept me we all want to be accepted that's why we all have friends that's why we all have people around us because everybody want to be accepted and whether you like your whether you like it or not is is basically like a comfortability of if these people accept me then i know they're my true friends mm-hmm. i'm worthy of love you guys saying i'm worthy of this i'm worthy of that so it's like once we search out, once we search out for that, it's easier to find somebody that, somebody else that's going through the same issue as you are, going through the same struggle as you. So, where you guys can come together, it might seem like is the person might seem like it's light, but at the end of the day, you guys are both are in darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, instead of hearing the hard down truth that, are right, you're going, you're going through depression. Like we can, we can help you. We can do this. It's like we can push off depression and we can we can do this together like we can mm-hmm. be we can be dark together we can we can fight off depression with our love yeah that's like people who um who think like we have a bad relationship let's make a baby yeah like, <laughs> like that's gonna solve the whole problem no dummy it's gonna make it even worse go to therapy please now, now go to therapy now this kid is in this situation now you're just like oh shoot i should never did this mm-hmm. like but let me put it this on. way right if you're sitting in a dark room and you've been there for for months on end, 
and you're looking for a way out. There's no walls, there's no doors, there's no windows. You're just in this dark room. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you feel a hand on your shoulder. What you gonna do? You gonna grab? You gonna, you grab, gonna grab the hand? No matter what hand, no matter if that hand is like, look, you know, like look crinkly, you yeah. know, that is kind of crunchy at the hand. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of fat, swollen. You know what I'm saying? You ever Nothing. seen um, scary movie two? I seen that. My seen little that. hand. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, if it, even if it's that little hand, you gonna grab the hand because you wanna get out. You wanna get out. You got yeah. So I get that. I definitely get that. And mm-hmm. even like, there was like a, there was like. Me and my friends were talking about, my friend brought up, like, this story from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was like, okay, he about to start preaching me what he about to good. say. You know what I'm saying? Good. Take your time. <laughs> and, he brought, and he brought up, like, this lady, like, from the well where, no, not the lady from the well, but this lady that had nothing else. And she was like, oh, if I just touch his robe of Jesus. Oh, I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. I love that story. And then they was like. And then the backstory is like this lady ain't have nobody for 15 years, mm-hmm. and like Jesus was the first hope that she had. And I'm thinking everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm so glad she touched the road for healing all this stuff." I'm thinking, "Yo, this if that was me, I already would go crazy if I don't have nobody for like five months by you, my you side." See you but guys, that's why the story is so crazy. And yeah, like. I'm already downright depressed. Like, if anybody, any, no matter how you look, if they would just reach out their hand and say, "Okay, let me be, let me help you in wow. them five months while I'm by myself," I would do it because we we search, we search for hope, we search for light without knowing that we actually search for light. And sometimes, sometimes we're so eager and so thirsty to search for light that we end up actually end up actually finding darkness you know what i'm saying because we're so like in a hurry like oh my gosh like please get me out of this stage and me knowing me i i hate i hate being i hate being alone like i hate being in the depression state for a long time so if i'm going through that for like like five months i'm gonna be i'm gonna search for the first answer i can get you know what i'm saying the first light that the first person that seemed like light i'm gonna search i'm gonna search for it if they bring out their hand and say i want to be friends and they're the most toxic person i'm going to take that yes i'm searching for some type of hope because i'm just in darkness by myself and like you said once that hand come on your shoulder you have you had nothing else so it's like what was there to lose so you're just gonna take it and that's crazy it be like that. So. In the same regard, we just have to be smart enough to do a little bit more investigation. Yeah, definitely. Do a little bit more investigation. Let's use the rest of our senses. Don't just feel the hand on your shoulder. Let's ask some questions to the hand on my shoulder. Yeah. Let's feel up the arm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who is this person? Why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what makes that story so impressive because she probably had people that reached out to her. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was a like, lot of people. She don't. She didn't want that. She she was like, no, you guys are not my. You guys are not this light. Mm-hmm. You guys may. You guys may seem like you're this light, but you're not this light that you guys really think you are. I want the true light. Like I want somebody that can actually help me. So I'm not gonna just sit here and I'm just say yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not about to less at less. all. And that's knowing your worth. Like you ain't gonna settle for less. You don't. I'm not in a hurry. To be, I'm not even in a hurry to be saved because once I once I find that light, I'm gonna be saved for the rest of my life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So is is that is such a it's such a 
like a like a quickness in this world like it's such a quickness in society where i gotta get this as soon as possible i gotta get it to 100k as soon as possible i gotta get a million dollars as soon as possible that's why we got a lottery because i'm trying to get i'm trying to get to the bag mm. as soon as possible you know what i'm saying Ooh. nobody want to go nobody want to go through nobody want to go through so many things for so long and we then all finally just want to get to it. the end of the book we just want to get to you know read the damn chapters i don't want to read the whole it's, that's why people be humming that's why people be humming that's why somebody will watch a movie before they read that book i just want to see what's going to happen like i don't want to read this whole book mm-hmm. i just want to see what's going to happen it's me that's me definitely you remind me of um <laughs> you know the, uh the jamaican artist the uh, reggae artist coffee Coffee, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know that, um, blessings are by my life. Uh, you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. In the song, she says, um, you got to thank God for the journey. The earnings are just for the plus, but gratitude is a must. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's really, that yeah. saying is like emphasizing what you're saying right now. That we're so, we live in a society, like we're so caught up on like in the end game. Yeah. We all want our, we want to all want to pass, go collect our $200. You know that's what I'm saying? It. But we don't want to go past like, we don't want to go through the journey because I feel like the journey is the key. Like even right now in my life, I'm not completely happy with my job. Like I'm grateful for my job. I love the opportunities that I have, mm-hmm. but I can't wait for this part of my life to be in my book. You know what I'm saying? I just want, I know that the part of my life right now is the middle of my book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. I know I'm not at the end definitely. and I don't know if I'm at like near where the turning point of the book happens where everything is like, the what's it called the climax i'm not i don't know mm-hmm. if i'm at the climax of my life or like the falling action the rising action i don't know right now but i know like i'm in the middle of my book and like in 20 30 45 years when i write my my autobiography i can write down that like 2020 i was in quarantine 2021 i was slanging tvs like <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna be appreciative of these moments now Mm-hmm. Like you gotta be appreciative of those depression states because like, that's when you really get to see who you really are. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That like that depression, that depression you is you. Even though it feels like a dark version of you, it's that you. dark version of you has always been there. But there's always been makeup and it's always been like clay and like all this other stuff on you. Definitely. The nice clothes. The pretty hairstyles, the mm. wigs, the the eyelashes, the heels, the J's, all that has been on you, and that just it just you just tried to so hard to not look at that vulnerable yeah. side of you. Definitely. But then when you get in that depression state, it's basically like you sitting in the dark naked. Just this there. is you. <laughs> this is you. You at rock bottom. Rock this is bottom. you and you and you. Mm-hmm. Figure your way out. That's it. That's it. And. People, well, I'll say even with me, with me knowing, I know that sometimes, like, even when you say, I'm, I want to get, like, this thing done in a hurry. I know mm-hmm. my potential. I know, I know, sometimes I'd be like, okay, I know my end goal, so I want to hurry up and get there. Where, if you take your time and, like, Somebody said this. I forgot who said this. And I was reading. I was like, dang, that really hit. But it was like the the greater people, like the great the great people always find lessons in their journey before they actually get to their final destination. Mm-hmm. And it's because people don't want to take lessons from their journey. 
I didn't want to take lessons from my journey. I just wanted to get there. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't go through, if you don't go through these hard times now and then find yourself now, when are you going to find yourself? Is it going to be too late? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to get through my destination and then hit rock bottom and just lose everything? Like that's the that's a real that's a real thing. So I feel that depression it can definitely it can definitely throw everything off, but it helps you once you cuz once you conquer depression, you feel like you just conquered the whole world. Like, mm-hmm. okay, now I know now I know all the schemes, I know all the lessons. Mm. I know <laughs> I know all the games. Like, I know what I can handle. And now that you now that you know that, it's like you wouldn't know that if you wouldn't let yourself be vulnerable to those moments or you wouldn't let yourself mm-hmm. learn from those moments because people don't people cannot learn from depression that's why they can easily go back into it yeah. you know what i'm saying so i feel that once i learn from my depression stage that okay i know i know how to keep myself and i know how to keep myself moving i know how to keep myself from not hitting that depression state once i know that I don't I want to have to I want to have to worry about going back into depression because I know how to avoid it. Mm-hmm. I know how to not get back into that stage. So I feel like that is that is definitely a thing that people should know and sh- people should take okay, let's let's look at the lessons we learned and let's not go back into it and that's why people learn lessons because I know I know myself. I found my rock. I know what keeps me grounded. What was number 3? Number three, learn learn the lessons from learn the lessons learn the lessons from the from the beginning. Oh like, no, learn it the was lesson from the journey. It was um, find yourself, mm-hmm. find, find your, your rock. rock. It was know your signs. Know your, know oh, your no, signs. Please know them signs. Please you stop write at the them, stop sign. Write write them down, y'all. Please write that down because <laughs> it's usually the third ones that we always forget. Please write yeah. it down. And then fourth, learn your lesson. And with that. You have any advice for the people that are going through something right now? Uh, advice for anybody that's going through the depression or anybody that's going through like a dark time. Mm-hmm. The journey, it may seem like it's not gonna get better. Definitely, I know everybody says it may seem like it's not gonna get better, but through the journey of hardness and hard trial, you're definitely making yourself better. Like. All in the end, you're gonna make yourself way more, way more like closer to your goal. Like you're gonna be, per- you're basically gonna be perfect in your eyes. Like mm-hmm. you won't fall for anything that comes at you. You're gonna be way stronger than you were before. So my my advice for you is definitely the stay the basically find somebody, find that solution where okay, find that identity where okay I can I know who I am. And I don't have to settle for anything less. I don't have to settle for anything that's going to maneuver me from my identity. So once you find your identity, you got it. Like you got it. You just you hit you hit the you hit the line where a lot of people didn't like a lot of people don't know. And I feel that once you find your identity, you will be you will be perfectly fine, perfectly less stressful. Because a lot of it's pressure after pressure after pressure to live in this world and to be and to be great because you got bills, you got people talking about you, you got money issues, you got family issues, you got all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you keep if you keep your rock and you know your rock and you find that rock, 
nothing else can nothing else can hurt you nothing else can move you so i feel like once you find yourself you'll be straight mm-hmm. i think that'll be the perfect title for this podcast so i'm gonna be like gabe and finding your dot 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 like that like so like that like that